You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen. Welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Today's episode, we're going to look at the top 20 hitters and the top 10 pitchers early in the 2021 season, dig deep on the waiver wire, uh, give you some injury updates, and we'll take a look at a couple of matchups for Thursday uh, with early game starting. Uh, and we're going to start uh, the Houston Astros. have sent uh, a pretty key contingent uh, to the COVID-19 list. That's Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman and Jordan Alvarez and Martin Maldonado and Rebel Garcia. Uh, so with Altuve out, uh, the Astros can move Aledmus Diaz to second base. Aledmus Diaz is basically an overqualified uh, backup. I'm not sure that you would love him as your starter, but he, he's certainly very good uh, as a backup infielder. And if you need to plug him in uh, for fantasy purposes, you're doing all right uh, if you plug in Aledmus Diaz. Now at third base with Bregman out, Abraham Toro has been called up uh, to play third. And Toro has shown potential. He's put up good numbers down in, in double and triple A, kind of waiting for his, his time. And maybe this is it, uh, but he's also struggled in his first few uh, attempts uh, in the major league. So we'll, we'll kind of see if he can get some regular bats here and uh, maybe prove that he can hit major league pitching. Uh, and then at DH uh, with Alvarez out, Ronnie Dawson uh, is, is being inserted into the lineup and Dawson's got lots of power, but he also misses a lot and, and that's in, in AAA. So goodness knows what it's going to be like in the majors. I, I don't have high expectations for Ronnie Dawson uh, moving from the minors uh to the majors uh, as a designated hitter. I just, I don't see that his his st- statistical profile doesn't really fit uh, as somebody who should be able to uh, crush major league pitching. And so this is obviously a major deal for the Astros. And and while the, the popular sentiment among baseball fans might be that, uh, ha ha, <laughs> too bad for the Astros because uh, this is the year that uh, everybody's going to kind of exact their, uh, their cheating revenge on, on Houston. Let, let's not, you know, mistake things here that, that no one should be wanting these guys to get COVID. Uh, I think we've we've seen enough examples here that this can this can be a serious uh, in illness, and that th- there's no no reason like you 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 can be entirely justified in your distaste of the Houston Astros and and their cheating and so on, and you can boo them till your <laughs> to your heart's content. Uh, but uh, I don't think we need to cross the line in, into w- wishing ill upon them. Uh, for doing that, uh, and at the same time, uh, the very real uh, impact on their baseball team is, is going to, be, you know, this is going to matter. Uh, for I don't know how long any of those individuals are going to be out, uh, but if if you know you take out half of a team's starting lineup for a couple of weeks, and they're likely going to uh, run into some trouble. Uh, and now it's not the Houston Astros aren't the only team uh, dealing with this, although. Uh, so in Minnesota, uh, shortstop Andrelton Simmons has tested positive for COVID, and 
In the case of Simmons, uh, this is a, a, another one of these where you 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 see uh, what he's been talking about sort of over the last year on on social media, and he he seems to have been fairly dismissive of uh, of the the risks of COVID, and and now you know the fact that it comes comes back to bite him here. You know, you might think it's just desserts and and so on, uh, but nevertheless, we we still don't want Andrelton Simmons to actually you know run into any real health problems out of COVID. So hopefully, uh, he doesn't have a serious case. At the same time, you know, hopefully, maybe uh, th- there's some uh, internalizing of this from Simmons that he can look at and say, oh well, maybe maybe his ideas of of uh, what would help him avoid COVID in the first place maybe weren't uh, quite correct. Uh, and from the from the twins' perspective, they're actually well suited to handle uh, the absence of of Andrelton Simmons. They can move Jorge Polanco back to shortstop, uh, and then Luis Arias into second base. Uh, you know, Polanco uh, had been their shortstop for several seasons already. It's not it's not like this is going to be something <laughs> drastically new for him. Uh, and, but they shifted him over to second base to make room for Andrelton Simmons. Uh, you know, one of the best defensive shortstops uh, ever, if not the best uh, defensive shortstop ever. So. Uh, that that's the the situation for the twins i think the the astros is much more significant um you know bigger name players uh the potential uh the, you're going to have uh, that those absences for a, a significant period of time uh and so that matters uh but uh, i think in in all these cases we have to kind of distinguish between between sports hate and uh and real hate and and whether we uh, would wish uh, this kind of illness on people just for you know maybe may, may being misinformed or, or not taking appropriate precautions uh, I still you know want Andrelton Simmons to get healthy I want the Astros guys to get healthy uh, and then you can boo them to your heart's content when they get back on the field uh, so when we come back we're going to look at uh, the top 20 hitters and top 10 pitchers early in this baseball season Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find Locked On hosts across the NBA, Major League Baseball, and National Hockey League. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any kind of vehicle. And rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, Get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. Same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same auto parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So now let's take a look at the 
uh, top 20 hitters uh, so far in this Major League Baseball season and see you know what, what kind of uh, value might be had, uh, what's sustainable, what isn't. Uh, and first up is Ronald Acuna Jr. Not a surprise that he would be uh, at or near the top. Uh, he was one of the top picks uh, in fantasy this year. He has six home runs, 12 RBIs, hitting 447. He's, uh, he's scored 15 runs and stolen three bases. He fills every category uh, and probably at an unsustainably high level in all of them. Uh, but coming into the season, you would have ranked Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, in the top couple of picks, and he's performing like somebody who should be ranked in the top couple of picks. Uh, number two uh, for hitters is J.D. Martinez, the Boston Red Sox, the D.H., who, who had a down season in 2020, uh, is bounced back in a big way. Five home runs, 16 RBIs, scored 11 runs, hitting 378. Uh, and you know, given Martinez's track record before 2020, should be no surprise that he's been able to bounce back. But you know, when a guy is in his 30s and, and has a down season, even if it's a you know shortened two month season, you know you, you at least raise a few questions. And so Martinez, it appears, has answered a lot of those questions already. Uh, at number three, Shohei Otani. Uh, the Angels uh, DH has already pitched great too, but in his uh, plate appearances, he's got four home runs, 12 RBIs, has scored 10 runs, stolen two bases, and hitting 340. Uh, and he's hitting the ball hard. He, he had uh, exit velocity, I think, of 115 miles per hour on one of his hits. And so if Otani is hitting uh, like that, uh, we're getting sort of the the promised version of, of Shohei Otani. You know, last year was a disaster for him, uh, both pitching and even at the plate. He hit he hit 190, uh, but uh, he does appear to be kind of back on track uh, in, in in full health uh, for the Angels. Uh, at number four uh, for the hitters, Byron Buxton, uh, who has five home runs and nine, nine RBIs, hitting 469, has scored eight runs and stolen one base. Uh, what you might even say is that the the stolen base total is a little low <laughs> for Byron Buxton because that's you know one of his great appeals in fantasy is that he can steal bases, uh, but uh, the fact that he's hitting 469 and has five home runs uh, that's uh, kind of above and beyond what your expectations uh, could reasonably be for Byron Buxton. Uh, and now, of course, he's also hurt, uh, which is something that you definitely expect from Byron Buxton. That is, uh, as much as he has you know the talent to be a 2020 or potentially 3030 kind of player. Uh, he also uh, has a really hard time staying healthy. Uh, at number five, we've got Whit Merrifield of Kansas City, a guy who's sort of at the other end of the spectrum. He plays and plays a lot uh, and has multi-position eligibility at second base and outfield. Uh, has three home runs, 11 RBIs, hitting 375. Uh, has scored nine runs, stolen three bases, uh, just doing a little bit of everything uh, there for the Royals. Uh, at number six, uh, Toronto Blue Jays shortstop Bo Bichette uh, has four home runs, 10 RBIs, uh, scored 11 runs, stolen a couple of bases, hitting 327. This is uh, <laughs> sort of the expectation for Bichette is, is that he's going to be the, the kind of the mainstay star on, on that Blue Jays uh, roster and, and sort of over the past week has uh, stepped up uh, to become their offensive leader. Uh, at number seven, oh, we've got uh, Minnesota Twins DH, Nelson Cruz. This is our third DH in the top seven. Uh, but wait, there, there will be more. Uh, Cruz has four home runs, 10 RBIs, hitting 438, uh, has nine runs scored. Uh, and he appears he's ageless. You know, the fact that he was he's 41, you might have uh, been wondering whether uh, you know Father Time is going to catch up to him, and it may, uh, but it doesn't appear that it's going to happen this season. Uh, next up is another DH, Yermin Mercedes. Uh, one of the big surprises. Uh, early in the season. Well, un- unless you listen to uh, Lockdown Prospects, uh, Major League Baseball Prospects host Aram Layton, 
he was touting our, uh, your men Mercedes last year. Uh, and Mercedes uh, is, has three home runs, 10 RBIs, is hitting 500, uh, which is just preposterous. He's 19 for 38 uh, on the season. And so, uh, strangely, seeing all this value uh, coming in the DH spot uh, this early. Uh, then next up is Tyler Naquin. Uh, and now, as Joey Votto would say, uh, that it's French, it's Naquin, but uh, whoever the Cincinnati outfielder is, uh, he has five home runs, 14 RBIs, uh, has stole, uh, stolen a base and scored seven runs. Now, he's only hitting 265, but the power is really the, the sort of breakthrough here for uh, Naquin is, is that he... He has shown some flashes in the past, I would say, in Cleveland. Now he didn't didn't get enough consistent playing time, but uh, there there is reason to believe that if he can if he could stay in the lineup, that a, a twenty home run kind of season is not uh, out of the question. Uh, but uh, you know he's he's on pace for far more than twenty right now, and so that's that's how he ends up uh, this high on the on the list. Uh, number ten is Mike Trout, uh, which I guess this counts as being low for Mike Trout. Uh, but, you know, there's, I don't think there's a lot to complain about. I suppose the, the one thing is he has no stolen bases. He has four home runs, uh, eight RBIs, 10 runs scored, hitting 381. Uh, but he hasn't stolen a base. And, you know, for a guy who, who has an on-base percentage of 509, uh, you might expect uh, that Trout could run a little. Uh, but we, I, I suppose the one question, right, is he didn't steal a whole lot of bases last season. And, and you might have just wondered whether he has... Uh, sort of past that stage of his career where he's not necessarily uh, going to steal bags. And so that that may be the, the one reason why Mike Trout is sitting down here at, at number 10 uh, instead of higher because his hitting is just fine. Uh, number 11, Ramon Laureano, uh, who's sort of the opposite uh, of Trout. He, he has a home run and four RBIs. He scored eight runs, hitting 306, and he's stolen eight bases. Uh, and as much as I, I've touted Laureano, uh, as sort of a, a five-tool kind of player, but like a as a very good five-tool player, not a superstar five-tool player. Uh, the eight stolen bases uh, even far exceeds my expectations uh, for Ramon Laureano, but uh, he's eight, eight for nine uh, in his stolen base attempts. So uh, when you're succeeding at that rate, you may as well keep doing it. Uh, third baseman for the Red Sox, Rafael Devers. Uh, five home runs, 13 RBIs, has scored eight runs. He's only hitting 279, but... Uh, you know, the five home runs and 13 RBIs counts for a lot uh, in the first 12 games of the season. Uh, Dodgers third baseman, Justin Turner, has three home runs and 11 RBIs, but he's hitting 390, uh, has scored eight runs. And uh, I think that that is sort of in a microcosm. That's the uh, the difference in value between Devers and Turner is that Devers is more of a power hitter. He could get you 35 home runs, uh, while Turner... Uh, isn't isn't likely to hit for as much power, but uh, he might hit you know 310 or 320 for you, uh, and it just so happens that right now he's hitting 390, um, and so you know I, I think both of them are off to really great starts uh, at the hot corner uh, for the Padres. Uh, outfielder Will Myers, uh, who's dinged up right now with a, with a knee injury, uh, but uh, has three home runs, 11 RBIs, hitting 333, has scored eight runs, stolen a base. Uh, and Myers ha- had a terrific 2020 season, so this doesn't come as some you know massive shock, uh, but uh, a really strong start there for the Padres outfielder. Uh, then we've got Ryan McMahon uh, for Colorado, uh, who's moved over to play third base, but he has second base eligibility uh, as well from from previous seasons. Uh, and so McMahon has five home runs, nine RBIs, scored seven runs, has stolen a base, hitting 289. 
I think you know the fact that he's going to get a chance to play every day uh, in Colorado is is opportunity enough uh, to to give Ryan McMahon some uh, some love. Uh, but I also don't expect him to kind of hit hit for home runs uh, at this rate. Uh, you know, he's, he's slugging 689 right now, and I don't know if that's a sustainable number uh, for Ryan McMahon. Uh, now, uh, Detroit Tigers center fielder Akil Badu, uh, who is a Rule Five pickup, and he isn't even isn't yet playing every day. Uh, but he has four home runs and 11 RBIs, hitting 370. Uh, he scored five runs. I mean, there, there's a ton to like. Uh, that, that, I mean, he's, he's overachieved by, by a ton. He is slugging 963. Uh, but at the very least, uh, you know, for a fantasy, when you're looking to kind of round out your roster here early in the season, if Badu is still available in your league, you might as well give him a try and see how long he can keep it up. Uh, I I have my suspicions that a Rule 5 pickup uh, isn't necessarily going to hit it at this rate uh, among the, the league's best for the entire season. Uh, but I think you can, uh, you can be pretty confident that uh, you, you can pick him up now and kind of ride this out uh, for as long as he's effective. Uh, who are we up to? We in number 17 is Nate Lowe uh, for the Texas Rangers. Uh, got off to an incredible start, has slowed down a little bit. Uh, he has four home runs and 15 RBIs. Uh, now he's only hitting 239, but you know the 15 RBIs kind of stands out uh, a lot. Uh, he was expected to come in and be a, uh, a regular power source here for uh, Texas uh, when they got him from Tampa Bay, and I think he's kind of lived up to that uh, end of it. Uh, but he, he, he has already gone through a bit of a slump uh, after a quick start, and so we'll see whether he can uh, kind of bounce back and, and maintain this for a while. Uh, then we've got at number 18, Nick Castellanos. Uh, a deep drive to left field, uh, hitting 306, has four home runs, 10 runs scored, eight RBIs. A, a consistent uh, and productive outfielder. Uh, there's you know, not, not a huge shock uh, on any of this, just a, a strong start uh, for Castellanos. Number 19 is Wilson Ramos, uh, the uh, Detroit Tigers catcher, who had a down season in 2020, but had been uh, one of the better uh, fantasy catchers in the season before that. Uh, and so this season, he has started fast with six home runs. And now he's only driven in eight runs uh, on six home runs, which uh, that's not easy to do. Uh, and But he's hitting 278, has scored seven runs. One of the things about Ramos is that as a catcher who can legitimately hit, he's not going to hurt your batting average. And so if he's also adding some, uh, some power to that, uh, he can have uh, sort of added value uh, at a position where you know, there aren't a whole lot of great hitters. Now, number 20, uh, we've got Adam Eaton. Uh, the White Sox uh, outfielder has three home runs and 10 RBIs. Uh, he's only hitting 262, but he's also scored 11 runs. Uh, and I think that makes a, a real difference. He's stolen one base uh, as well, but uh, the 11, 11 runs and 10 RBIs uh, counts for a lot uh, for Adam Eaton. And like Eaton at his best uh, is the kind of guy who can uh, put up 100 runs uh, in a season. And so... If he manages to uh, to do that, he will be valuable. I do not see him remaining, uh, you know, among the top 20 hitters uh, in baseball for the entire season. Now let's take a look uh, at the top 10 pitchers uh, early in the season. And first up is Milwaukee's Corbin Burns. I mean, just ridiculous. Uh, and he uh, he had a, an awesome season in 2020, but it was sort of the first signs of of that kind of greatness out of Corbin Burns. And so you weren't quite sure um, that he would be that great. Uh, in 2021, you know, small sample of a season and, and really the first sign of, of that dominance from Burns. Uh, and he has uh, opened up this season uh, with just incredible stuff. 
Uh, and so in three starts, he has 30 strikeouts in 18 and a third innings. His ERA is 0.49. His whip is 0.22. I mean, it, it's ridiculously unfair, basically, uh, what Corbin Burns is doing. Uh, and he hasn't walked anybody like with 30 strikeouts. It's uh, incredible. And so uh, if, you, if you manage to get Corbin Burns uh, at some point in your draft, you probably got good value because what he's doing uh, right now uh, would, have, would have made him uh, the first overall pick. Uh, in pretty much any league. Uh, San Diego's Joe Musgrove, uh, he of the no-hitter, uh, has had a fantastic uh, start moving from Pittsburgh to San Diego. Uh, he has a 0.47 ERA, 0.47 whip. He struck out 24 in 19 innings, only has two walks. Uh, it's basically the, the best that San Diego could have hoped for out of Joe Musgrove as well. You know, I think there were expectations that, sure, uh, he should do better moving to a more competitive environment. That's great. Uh, Musgrove has uh, really been uh, above and beyond in his first three starts. Uh, Tampa Bay's Tyler Glasnow, his first three starts, has 0.46 ERA, 0.51 whip, has struck out 29 in 19 and two-thirds innings, like dominant. Uh, and, you know, you want to know how dominant? The, the Rays are willing to let him go beyond six innings. Uh, and so that's the, uh, the, the real, you know, challenge there with Glasnow is that, that if he's going to get used like a legit ace, and that means sometimes going seven or eight innings, uh, or, or, you know, God forbid, nine, uh, then then Glasnow uh, could be among the most valuable pitchers. But uh, we know how the Rays are, are kind of hyper-cautious with their starting pitchers. Uh, and so that always bears monitoring. Uh, at number four, we've got Trevor Bauer uh, coming off a, an amazing 2020 season. Uh, they took took uh, balls out of, from one of his starts early in the season to investigate, uh, which always... Uh, that's interesting uh, times for a guy who, uh, you know, talked about the, the benefits that you can get of, of using pine tar in the baseball. Uh, but Bauer, uh, in his first three starts, has a 2.70 ERA, 0.60 whip, has struck out 29 in 20 innings. Uh, so uh, probably even, even better uh, than could have been expected. Uh, number five is Carlos Rodon. Now, Chicago White Sox, uh, he's only made two starts, uh, but they've been great. He is hasn't allowed an earned run, has a 0.36 whip, uh, has struck out 16 in 14 innings. And, and Rodon, uh, coming back from injury, uh, you know, the, I guess the hope was that he could get back to kind of where he was before, which was uh, a mid-rotation kind of starter, and that would have been fine. Uh, but I think the early signs here are that he might be a little bit better than that. Uh, and number six, Garrett Cole, the New York Yankees. Uh, and Cole has been dominant, even even in his starting as Toronto the other night when he had, he had eight strikeouts, but had, he retired 15 in a row uh, before leaving the game. Uh, and so far, he has a 1.47 ERA, 0.82 whip, 29 strikeouts and 18 and a third. Uh, that's anything that the Yankees uh, could reasonably expect uh, from their starter. Uh, Cleveland's Shane Bieber up next. Uh, you know, the best pitcher in baseball last season is that there have been little signs of vulnerability. At the same time, he struck out 35 and 21 in the third innings. Like that's uh, that's overpowering. Now he's also walked eight, which is a little high compared to the other pitchers up at the top here. Uh, and he has a 2.11 ERA, 0.89 whip. Uh, and, and you know, that those numbers as, as great as they are, aren't quite as good as what Bieber did last season. Uh, but uh, I think uh, there's not much indication that last season was a fluke. Uh, it's, just that uh, you know, last season was probably unsustainably uh, great over a full, uh, full major league season. Uh, to number eight, we've got a relief pitcher, uh, Jake McGee uh, of San Francisco. In in eight appearances, he has saved six games. 
Uh, he struck out 10, hasn't allowed an earned run, a whip of 0.41. Uh, the closer situation is never an easy thing to, uh, uh, to sort out. Uh, and, you know, today, today Jake McGee is sitting here among the top 10 uh, pitchers. Uh, by next week, it, it could all have fallen apart. So uh, always beware of that. But uh, the lesson, I suppose, is that uh, you never know where you can find uh, good value in the bullpen. And uh, so right now, it's Jake McGee. And, and with Jake McGee's teammate uh, is at number nine. It's Johnny Cueto, uh, the, the veteran starter who had tough time coming back uh, last season uh, from injury and then but, you know, even, even though he had an ERA over five last season, there were kind of signs that, you know, Cueto is a veteran who knows how to pitch. Uh, and the question is whether or not to, he would have the, the stuff. Uh, and so far this season, he's a little bit closer to having the stuff. Uh, in, in three starts, uh, he has a 1.80 ERA, 0.85 whip. He struck out 18 in 20 innings. Uh, so that's uh, a lot more encouraging uh, for San Francisco that, that Cueto is pitching at that level. Uh, compared to what happened last season. Uh, and then at number 10, we've got Freddie Peralta uh, from Milwaukee, who you know landed a spot on, on in the rotation ahead of Josh Lindblom, uh, and now is pitching more like a, like an ace-caliber pitcher. Uh, so he is two starts and, and one uh, relief appearance so far, and has gone 13 innings. He struck out 24, um, has a 0.69 ERA, 1.08 whip. Uh, you know, Freddie Peralta... You know, if uh, if Corbin Burns kind of came from nowhere to be a, an ace starter for Milwaukee last year, uh, the early signs here are that Freddie Peralta might be on that path uh, this year uh, for Milwaukee. And boy, it's nice to be able to develop an ace uh, every year. So uh, there's, our, there's our top 10 pitchers uh, so far in this uh, fantasy baseball season. Uh, when we come back, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, do some injury updates uh, and some matchups uh, for Thursday. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football and college basketball are over, but the NBA and NHL are in full swing, and Major League Baseball is here. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Be a waiver wire winner with the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast in which I'm going to use data and two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer strategies and waiver wire pickups that will help lead to league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, so every episode, uh, I recommend one player that is owned in 10% or fewer of Yahoo Leagues. Uh, maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to get them, or maybe it's just someone to kind of put on your radar uh, and be ready to pounce uh, when the opportunity arises. In this case, it's probably someone you need to head to the waiver wire to get, and that's Arizona's out center fielder Tim LaCastro. He's hitting 268, which is fine, but he also stolen three bases. He is 29 for 29 in his career. Uh, and so you know, the guy doesn't miss uh, when he goes to steal bases. And so at least for now, he's getting regular playing time with Cattell Marte out of the Diamondbacks lineup. Uh, Locastro is rostered in just 10% of Yahoo leagues. And as long as he's playing, uh, he's going to be worth, worth your time just for those stolen bases. Now, a few injury updates. Uh, Atlanta Braves starting pitcher Max Fried suffered a hamstring injury. That could keep him out till May. Uh, and also in Atlanta, center fielder Christian Pache has suffered a groin injury. Uh, leaves him out until probably late April. Uh, looks like Ender Inciarte is going to get uh, some reps there in center field. 
I'm from Minnesota, as I mentioned, Byron Buxton, uh, dealing with a hamstring injury. He's uh, day-to-day. Uh, Jake Cave uh, should get uh, most of the playing time in center field uh, with Buxton now. Now, Milwaukee center fielder Lorenzo Kane, uh, he suffered a quad injury, could could keep him out until May. Now, the, the Brewers are... Uh, able to handle this because they can just shift Jackie Bradley Jr. to center field. He's you know, an overqualified right fielder, but as a, as a high-end defensive center fielder, Jackie Bradley Jr. just slides over there, uh, and Avicel Garcia uh, can play right field. Uh, Will Myers for the Padres. Uh, is day-to-day with a knee injury. Again, this is the, the Padres are a team who can handle that. They just take Jerks and Profar uh, and give him a spot uh, in left field. Uh White Sox starting pitcher Dylan Cease has landed on the COVID-19 list. Uh, he can jo- join the others that we mentioned before from the Astros and Andrelton Simmons. Uh, Angels, left fielder Justin Upton, day-to-day with a back injury. Uh, this isn't ideal for the Angels, who uh, just lo- had already lost uh, Dexter Fowler in their outfield. Uh, you know, Jared Walsh uh, can go to right field. Uh, and, and we'll see how that works. Uh, but uh, in, in the short term, that is the, the play here for the Angels is to move Walsh from first base to right field. Uh, they can uh, put Albert Pujols at first, uh, and then they've called up John Jay uh, to play in left field. Uh, and one more injury. We've got Toronto starting pitcher Ross Stripling, who's got a forearm injury. Uh, undetermined how long it's going to keep him out. And obviously, the question will be: Is has the forearm injury leading? Is it leading to an elbow injury? Because uh, that's sort of the the path uh, that you fear is that it becomes forearm to elbow to surgery. Uh, now, a couple of uh, matchups that I, I like for Thursday, uh, and they, they start early, uh, but I looking at underdogs. Uh, Miami's got Trevor Rogers on the mound at Atlanta and Ian Anderson. The, the on BetOnline.ag uh, has Miami plus 148. Uh, I don't mind that. Rogers is off to a really nice start this year, uh, and, uh, and he can miss bats, and maybe he gives them a chance. Certainly at that price, uh, seems worthwhile. Uh, Boston. Uh, with Garrett Richards on the mound, plus 131 at Minnesota, and Michael Pineda. Boston's won nine in a row. Are we really shocked to, to get them as an underdog at this price? Uh, don't mind it. Uh, and look, Minnesota's good. This isn't really any uh, any problem with uh, Pineda or the Twins. It's just Red Sox have won nine in a row, plus 131. That's still a pretty nice price for a team that's, that's on a hot streak like that. Uh, and then Philadelphia uh, with Zach Eflin going against the Mets and Jacob deGrom. Now, Jacob deGrom is the best pitcher in baseball. Why would you pick against him? Well, because the Mets seem to, to cough up Jacob deGrom starts. But I'm not going to go the, the full underdog here. I'm going to go, how about the Phillies keep it close? Uh, so take Eflin plus uh, a run and a half, minus 110 uh, at the Mets. And so that will do it for today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, more games to analyze and break down. And uh, ch- also check out Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Uh, we've done lots of analysis of the NHL trade deadline. Uh, so find these podcasts, subscribe, drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.